Come on. Are we good? Yeah. Yeah, man. I completely just whipped on the Indiana Jones theme for a second there, but you know, it's. <laughs> so did they. Um... <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I. Buddy, I'm just going to say, I think we got a spicy. I'm so fucking excited to actually talk. I've been really, I've been like, I got to get home. I'm like, let's go. I just just dipped. I'm like, let's do it. Yep. I've avoided reactions to DOD. And you and I have not been able to get together to talk about the Flash yet. I know. We got a lot on We got a lot on our plates. We're going to have to. It's. It's gonna be a fucking meal because I've seen. I'm. I am. I don't know. I'm just curious to fucking. How are you? Do you want to just get DOD out of the way? Like I feel like we've got to get that out of our systems because I feel like. Let's let's just talk fucking indie, man. I was just you know yeah. let's talk indie. Like let's just let's, okay did, okay. So I rewatched all four classic adventures uh, on my DVD set um, of all of them, which. I was a little bummed I didn't do Disney Plus because apparently they recolor graded four, and I'm curious what that looks like. Oh, dude, you should have. I th- I think I have it on my Vudu. I don't know. Interesting. Do I not have them on my Vudu? I don't know if they came with digital codes. Actually, I have no idea. But I have those. I've had those uh, DVDs for like forever. So I'm just like I don't know. There was something about it where I was just yeah. like yeah, and like Throw them on. the the DVD for the trilogy. Every single one has the trailer for. Um, crystal skull before it uh, <laughs> the one where it's just like he saved the ark he rescued a king like a people he like found the grail or whatever and it's like it's it's a good fucking trailer um uh but yeah, yeah the the 08 movie was so hype dude crystal skull was uh-huh yeah well that was just making me remember how good the fucking trailers were so the whole time when i was rewatching yeah. them i was like man i can't wait to see what this crystal skull is about you know <laughs> I was texting Dan Aykroyd. I was like, what's this about? And he just, <laughs> he, he just sent a novel back. Yeah, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Nothing's better than his delivery of the word poultry. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that was... Ah, oh, Dr. Jones. That, yeah. Like, fucking great. I, I think every... On my rewatch of these, because I feel like you, you throw on a lot more. I've, I do it, like, once every, like, two years now. Where I'm just like, I gotta fucking get my whip out and just go through the adventures. It's just like little beats that I just like love or like just appreciate more on each like rewatch. I don't, I don't know about you. What was your, what was your, what was your prep time? What was your prep for DOD? Because I think you and I were both. We did. So I was telling Gail this. I think Raiders might be the movie, one of the movies I've seen the most perfect. in my life. Perfect. Just like. You know, just like I was thinking about, it. I was like, there was a stretch of like middle school and high school where like that was on like a lot, and it's yeah. just always on TV. And like, if it's on, I'm gonna throw it on. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're watching, if that comes on TV and you got 20 minutes, there's a good chance you're gonna see some of the best shit. Like, you're not gonna see, yeah, it yeah. <laughs> that's that's and that's what's so great about these movies, especially Raiders and Last Crusade, is the set pieces are phenomenal mm-hmm. across the board pretty much i mean even in the bad ones um well that's the thing well, temple of doom is just poorly paced the first 15 minutes of temple of doom, yes i fucking adore and then I've, I've heard a couple takes that have just there's been a lot of temple of doom 
I don't know, reclamation or like reappreciation. Which I thought Crystal Skull was going to get that, and it hasn't it's, really, which is kind of interesting to me because I thought it would, especially after seeing the movie. But mm-hmm. so okay, I'm fucking okay. Okay, we haven't even said an actual reaction yet. Okay, so the well, the there I was listening to. I've been listening to that James Bond podcast that I was telling you about, and they, mm-hmm. like, three years ago in an old episode had Paul Rust on, and they were like, we're going to do Indiana Jonesing, and then, because I was in the back catalog, and then they've been doing Indiana Jonesing the last, like, month and a half, uh, which is really funny that they, like, brought it up, like, three years ago and then, like, pulled the trigger on it. Their episodes <laughs> are have been great. The Crystal Skull one, what kept happening, because there's three hosts, right? One person would be like, uh, you know, the fridge didn't really bother me that much. And then the two other hosts would be like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Or, and then, like, Paul Rustin near the end was just like, you know, I kind of liked the three waterfalls. The other two guys were just like, oh, fucking are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> it was, like, no one aligns. It's always a two-on-one. <laughs> it, it, no, and they talk about that near the end. We're like, no one aligns on what the actual worst part of it is. Crystal Skull is, Crystal Skull at the very least is, like, it's fa- it's kind of fascinating. It, like falls apart. Like it really does. Like the t- legend of the hidden temple yeah. sets near the end. It's I bad. always like want to get excited, but that big door, you know, one. <laughs> the big door the is like, so weird. Yeah, the obelisk door. Um, the obelisk door is cool. The one that they put the skull. And I, yeah, I should have been the big. Oh red yeah, one. they just like hold it up to the hole and it open. I guess like the power. I don't know. It's so the power of the skull. <laughs> The mag, it's it, it's magnet. All right, can I just point this out? Um, <laughs> when they're in the beginning of Area Fifty One scene in Crystal Skull, mm-hmm. they he says magnetic in the move in the scene, but they clearly overdub magnetized, and I hate that because magnetic fucking sounds better, even though it's probably not grammatically correct or something, but it doesn't match with his words with the lips, and it's piss it's pissed me off like since like the second time i've rewatched it or whatever like 10 years ago fascinating i like that opening a lot i really like the opening uh that opening slaps yeah it's it's a good time it's a fucking it's i think it's cool in that movie that there's a car chase inside um and it's fun yeah that's true it's different you know it's like okay i haven't seen that before and this is a fun way to do it um there's a lot of great stunts in that too the swing from the light is a great stunt yeah like the the there's a lot of whip, a lot of whip stuff that's good in that. Um, yeah, he doesn't really do much. Well, I mean Mac, of course, he sends Mac away. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just so goofy. Uh, just the physics. I'll be, I'll be fine. Um, he just got fucking. <laughs> I, I, fucking what, what's his name uh ray weinstone on a on a green plate just like floating around he had like a really weird like 2006 to through 2008 where it's just like i don't know i guess he's Be- killing it like beowulf was supposed to be huge and then he's just like pops up and he's in the shit. departed yeah yeah he was he was he, a, he was killing it for those like two years yeah and then he shows up worked with scorsese and spielberg yeah <laughs> and zemeckis yeah yeah, man, fucking Winstone. He's got the best. He's, I mean, I, him is Beowulf. That Beowulf movie, I don't hate. I actually think it's like there's some interesting stuff in there. Crispin Glover plays Grendel, who speaks in Old English. I, I, it's you can't not can't not be fucking into that. Him doing a weird black box theater, you know, Grendel. But um, anyway, anyway, Mac. Yeah, Jonesy. 
fucking that I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be all right. No, you're not. <laughs> now you're going to get sucked into a vortex, into a, gonna... another dimension? Okay. Um, they're not spacemen. Um, uh, they're, they're not spacemen. Um, not spacemen. Um, uh, what else? Okay, fucking, so Ra- yes. Raiders, though, is like, Raiders. Just, just perfect. <sighs> People, I was people ranking them on Reddit. Not a lot ranked Raiders first. Everyone puts Crusade as number one, um, and I think the third act has a lot to do with it. I think the finale of Crusade is stronger and doesn't, you know, and he's not tied up to a pole, and um, he's more active oh. in that like finale. And I'm like, that's kind of going. We'll go into it in Dial of Destiny, but uh, the. I think that's probably why, and I think the Sean Connery of it all is really great too. Like their their dynamic is f- amazing. Yeah, um, there was a while where I think I put Crusade higher than Raiders, but I think on every rewatch, there's usually a couple points in Crusade where I kind of drift, and a lot of it's the Ilsa stuff, um, like Venice and and. Mm-hmm. The two, yeah. the, like the intrigue, it's like once you know that she's a Nazi, which is like obvious. Like it's, it just like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> she, it like she was created in a lab by the Nazis. I mean, Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. that's probably my biggest issue is her casting. It's like really, like you didn't think she was a fucking Nazi? Like I don't know. Yeah, but I mean that I think that's always not always, but I, I like when Indy's just like I don't like fast women. Like that's <laughs> that's when it's just like oh no, she's she just can fucking manipulate like two. It's like, that's like part of it. I said, I don't like fast women. And then I was thinking about it in between crusade and crystal skull, which is like part of the, maybe part of the reason why I never called Marion was, he was just like, I don't know. I hooked up with a Nazi and kind of happened fast. I don't know. I was embarrassed because every conversation he has with Marion about the relationship is so like, just like go to therapy. Some men will go and hunt are for artifacts instead of going to therapy. Last crusade. I, it, it lulls at different points, but I'm going to, I'm going to highlight three things though. These are my three takeaways from last crusade. And I was talking to a friend about this the other day. I've never realized it's one of my favorite things. It is a movie desperately trying to be a film. I think. And I love that. I love that. I love it. It's so good. Um, that's point one. Point two is uh, what it's doing is such popcorn fucking fun, but everything has like, there's a higher level of like, I don't know, just class and polish, but then also the emotional stakes and weight and everything. You get it. It's Last Crusade. It rules. The uh, point two, when Sean Connery lays out the stakes of why they have to get the grail, he's like, the forces of darkness are going to march across it. Whatever that, that little speech is, it chills every time. And it wasn't until this time where I was like, Oh, this is the this is the fucking best. Give him an Oscar for this. Like this is this is so good. Uh, and then lastly, in the same vein, one of the best things in the entire trilogy, I think it, it's when Donovan. I can't remember the specific line, but when he's like, "The Jones boys are off to war," whatever, whatever the line is. Oh, every time yeah. I'm just like, "Yes." The Looks Jones like the boys Jones have declared boys. war. Uh, yeah, what? Something's declared war on the Jones boys. Something like that, right? Oh, it's probably like the Fuhrer just declared war on the Jones boys. Whatever it is, whenever he calls them the Jones boys, it's the fucking best. It's such a fun moment, and it it, it makes me want to stand up and cheer every fucking time. <laughs> um, yeah, it. Uh, the and then that go, I think that goes into kind of like the 
the sequence, the, tra the tank sequence, right? Like, I think so. I feel like they get the tank from that guy not long after. The tank fight is just, it's, it's just the best. It rules. It's, it's the, it is a great, I have a hard time choosing between that one and the Raiders truck scene is like, which one's my favorite. I, I, for my money, I, I still, I still give Raiders the edge for a lot of stuff. And I think it's, for me, it's when Indy gets thrown out of the truck by the guy gets like shot in the arm or whatever and he gets thrown over the hood and he grabs onto the the ornament then he grabs onto the front and he's bending everything and then he when he, he he climbs his way back in and then he does every single thing that the guy did to him before and then when he throws him out the railing like all the truck shit breaks and he just gets like run over yeah. is wonderful it's yeah. fucking wonderful yeah yeah and it is it's yeah. like it's not as extended as the tank se i feel like the tank sequence is like the we're gonna blow this thing out of the water and like do the big budget version of that because it for what it is yeah. like the raider sequence i think is a lot simpler than and condensed right i feel like there like he gets the first tank truck and then throws a bunch of nazis off of that I th from memory, every time I watch the truck chase, it feels like there's always like a one chunk of beats that I always forget about. But the the thing about the truck chase is it comes after the well of souls and the fight on the plane. Yeah, that's that's part of the reason. Like, yeah, that's part of the reason why the truck chase is as good as it is, just because it's like you're not just getting that. You're getting that is the third course of a beautiful fucking meal of just like where you're just like, oh my god, I th I thought it was stuffed. <laughs> it's like he's getting dragged by the truck and it's. The yeah. final course it's is coming, in, and it's yeah. not eyeball soup or no monkey brain. It's sorry. not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Temple of Doom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed. Yeah. I enjoyed Willie this time. I think I that was too. my. I, I had the same thought. Away. I was like, I I think yeah. it finally clicked for me what they were going for. Yeah, and she's and and keeping that in mind, I was like, no, she's really fucking goodness, and got like decades of like. <laughs> <laughs> undo criticism where it's like no no you're good you're 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 good no she she did really good um and just to share from that uh the podcast uh paul rust put it this way about temple of doomers like each movie's kind of reflects the era that it's in where it's like raiders is end of the 70s um so it's just very like scrappy just kind of like filmmakery kind of stuff uh, Crusade is like end of the 80s so it's starting to be a little bit more reflecting thinking about like uh, fatherhood things like that but then Temple of Doom is just 80s craziness and the way he just put it was he was like fortune and fucking glory man and I yeah. kept that in mind the whole time and I was like this is it, it's, it may point out again it's anything goes and I kept that lens on while I was watching this time and I was just like no one wanted to do this, but they're all having a fucking blast. I think, <laughs> like begrudgingly, like they're all having a fucking blast. But. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like I, Harrison Ford's like barely in it. Um, mm -hmm. It's like half. It's I. I was like, they don't shut his face in a lot of the action sequences. Yeah, um, which yeah. they got away with because Vic Armstrong looks so much fucking like him. You smear some makeup, like dirt on his face. It's like the half the fedora. You're good, like. I, it's almost like a better way to show his face if you don't have him, you know? But the, uh, also, like, uh, what's, what was I about to say? I think the, br the bridge scene is some of the best shit 
though. The, the, the fucking yeah. bridge at the end. When he's got and the he's like, sword, too, I, and his, like, sleeves are ripped off, that's, like, a very iconic ver- image of Indy, specifically. Yeah. On the bridge. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah, I feel like a lot was... of the iconic shots come from Temple of Doom. It's because Temple of Doom is, like... It's just like shredding guitar, like you know what I mean. Like it's just like it, it, it it's just like that. If you just did that to random shots, like you know what I mean, yeah, just like pu- the guy getting punched. Like, yeah, the guy getting punched and getting like dragged across in front of all the kids and uh, the fucking voodoo ripping out hearts. The guy getting thrown with the kebabs. The fucking gong getting all the bullets, you know what I mean? Like it's it's <laughs> fucking rules. Like, Temple of Doom, yeah, it is kind of metal. It is it is pretty metal. Yeah, it's just like it's it's just fucking balls to the wall. It's crazy, yeah. But the <laughs> they're all they're all just kind of different flavors, though. That's kind of what's good. I think like Crusade and Raiders are the closest. They're they're super similar but completely different at the same time. They're they're just it's just good. They're fucking they're good. We already talked about Crystal Skull as long as we didn't get any uh, all of our shit lost. But yeah, uh, yeah we did. Um, my one other thing about uh, Temple of Doom, which I I want to bring this into this podcast because Red Letter Media talked about it on theirs. Um, on their on their Temple of Doom on review, the Temple or? of Doom one, yeah they okay. they had a debate as to whether or not Short Round in Temple of Doom was already planning as the getaway driver or he just got in a car and my (laughs) my theory is that he was the planned getaway driver because he had already had the car ready to go he's got the the blocks Mm -hmm. tied to his shoes you don't just do that improv which is way better because that just implies that and he's "Ah, all right you're gonna drive like (laughs) yep Mm mm-hmm I, I yeah that I I always thought it was that way, but now that when I was thinking about it after they had that discussion, I was just like, short round never asked about that other guy that was with Indy, who's just like we've been on so many adventures. Yeah. Like I assume short round knew him, and Indy just like doesn't let him know, <laughs> which is really fucked up. Because I don't know if you knew this, short round plays over that, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if you knew this, but short round he's his best friend. <laughs> You're my best friend. I love you. Indy, get up! Yeah, oh, shit. yeah, yeah. He's so great. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was all right. I think I think I'm. Go- I got all old Indy out of my system. We're gonna mm-hmm. call back to it throughout this. I think yeah. it's time to turn that dial. Turn your dials dial back. In. Oh, turn it to eleven. Fucking eat your oval team. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I keep going, thinking of that. I don't know why. I was like. There's a lot of dial things sure right there. That's good. Eat your old Get some team. soap. Um, uh, wash mine your ears. Uh, yeah, dial soap. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk DOD because it's the DOD. Child. Sean, what did you think of Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny? I thought it was fine mm-hmm. uh which is probably though is worse than if it was bad um in my eyes because uh-huh. i think most people regard crystal skull as bad yeah consensus right mm-hmm. but i found uh-huh. that movie to be 
a lot more entertaining. I would agree with that last part. I don't think I liked this movie. Um, where I'm just like, I don't think I ever have to watch this again. Like, I... Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I was real fucking hype going in the whole day leading up to it, including the day after, like the next few days. I was literally just like walking around, just like humming and whistling the Indiana Jones theme to myself, like for like a while. I was like, I was, I was amped. I was ready for it. And it just, there was, I, I think Crystal Skull is, it's still in the same, it's just, I just don't think I liked it. And I've avoided all internet takes and things like that because I didn't want want to get colored like my my um, opinion kind of colored like any one way to kind of like sway it probably more or less but I was just like I just I don't think I liked it and I just I'm not it's not and I think you're right it's it's not even that it's bad right but I'm like what did this do well that was kind of my question. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so my my all right. So let's 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 just dive right in. Opening sequence. Paramount logo. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was about to say we're going to rewind even more yeah. from the opening Paramount sequence. Logo. I text the movie not fading in. What the fuck is that? I I was running late because I saw it in the north northeast with a friend of the podcast Tom cuz Tom is back in this area. I also saw the flash with him which we may or may not talk about. The uh <laughs> So I had to drive across Philly. I believe I dro- drove over uh, the the freeway that got rebuilt. You know that whole thing. Um, so it took me longer to get there than initially than I initially checked. I texted you and Tom where I was like, I uh, if I miss the studio logos for this, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Uh, and then I got in. I caught like the end of the last trailer, and then the logos come up. Literally, the Paramount logo shows up. I throw my hands up. I was like, yeah. And then it fades to Lucasfilm, and I was like. Oh my god! Like hands on my head. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And Lucasfilm just fades to a a fucking lock. Yeah. And I was they like, did it with the "There's no, there is no way that was the original idea." No. Apparently, they were gonna do the cat because it takes place in a castle, and apparently, they were gonna do the Disney logo into the castle. <sighs> That's probably worse. I mean, at least they went with Lucasfilm. I feel like people would have been angrier about the castle thing, yeah. but at the same time, it would have more definitively stuck this as something different, and that's not the worst thing in the world. That's true. It, I, that's yeah, I'll give that to you. I, I, but I was also like dumbfounded that the Paramount logo was even there. I was like, what? I guess they like have some sort of distribution involved, or like, yeah, some rights to it, but. Yeah. Like, then do that. Like, give it, like, one last, like, send-off, you know? Like, now, and then end it with, like, a Disney, I don't know, fucking, they could have easily faded out to Disney logo at the end. Yeah, because the, um, yeah, the, uh, well, they kind of fade out, it was more like a Warner Brothers thing, but we'll talk about it. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) But just the... It was just so uninteresting, and it, like it, it, it was like a why even do it with the Lucasfilm thing? That was yeah. my. I kind of went like, huh. I was. It was more of like a like a huh, a huff. Well, I did a lot of I that. Was, I did I, a lot of that throughout. The, like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. It was like a lot that of that was the thing. 
where I was like, I came in so hyped and I was like, I don't want to miss what they're going to do for this. And I was so like, I was like, I kind of like, oh. wish you did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they go, it goes yeah. into de-aged, uh, indie. Um, what were your thoughts about de-aged indie? Weird. There were the first shot where he puts the hat on and he's on the train and it's like red and blue lights sort of flash by. That looked incredible. There was like one moment when he first puts it on where I was like, whoa, there's still just something. When it moves, when it like, I'm like, when it's in motion, it doesn't look right. It's okay. All right. I'm going to do a mini tangent, but it's good. This is while I I watched. Okay. I'm going to do a tangent to explain my feelings on this. Okay. I watched Jaws on Fourth uh, of July's morning. I made pretzels and watched Jaws. What a fucking morning! It's a great morning. It was great. Um, and perfect movie. But the I kept thinking about the the shark didn't work, so they had to cut around it, kind of thing. And it's also one of those things where it's just like you can't. I feel like Spielberg, either a always had the backup plan of like if the shark doesn't work, how are we going to do it? And then B, he learned moving forwards, you can't rely on that to make your movie, right? Yeah. So the shark, because if the shark doesn't work, what else are you going to do? If the deep fake technology doesn't exactly work, what are you going to do? Like there, it, it was a, just, a, it was just like so much on his face and it was the old man Harrison Ford voice coming out and it's, you're just thinking about it the whole time. I'm not, I'm not like, whoa, I'm, I'm more just like, okay, all right, okay, this is how <laughs> this, this technology is. This e- shot doesn't, this shot looks good, this shot doesn't, yeah. I'm not yes. immersed in what's actually happening at that point, because I'm like, okay, his voice still sounds weird, and I feel like they solved the, I feel like he was wearing clothes that were too big the whole time, and that fixed the old man-ness. Yeah, definitely. It, it, the physicality yeah. of a lot of it worked for me and like i'm sure they got all around a lot of it was with a stunt man and bon- that's also what i'm like they, yeah. they showed like pictures of like they had like a which i thought was pretty cool they did a, a harrison ford mask so they put a mask on stuntmen which i thought was like a good move um, that's cool so i'm like yeah like just do that <laughs> yeah it's, it's like the stuff <laughs> stuff nowadays happens so fast it's like and like this movie especially like my my biggest complaints overall especially with this sequence was it's so fucking dark um mm-hmm. and i'm like i'm it's and not i the kept only thinking one. about last crusade i'm like that is broad fucking daylight on a train yep. it's a younger actor i'm like this is everything about this sequence is worse than last crusade yeah there's a moment on top of the train when thomas kretchner or whatever who's like He's in stuff. He, was, he looks familiar. He was the the um, Hydra Nazi guy in yes. Age of Ultron, and I I always bring this up, but he was it was like I thought it was said at the time he signed like a nine picture deal or something where he was going to keep showing up. I have no idea if this is true. Or not. I have memories reading about that, and then he's promptly killed off right away. And I think he showed up in Agents of Shield, and like he's Baron Strucker. That's right. Yes. Um, and I feel like he pops up in stuff every once in a while. And like he's like he's like who you would want to see as like an indie villain right but there's a part where he shows up on the train and the smoke's moving and it's all dark and it's like it literally looks like abraham lincoln vampire hunter a movie i like but is bad and that end train fight is super stylized 
and Timur Bekmatov all up. But it, I I, sh- I shouldn't be thinking about Abraham Lincoln <laughs> Vampire Hunter while I'm watching indie. You know what I mean? Yes, I. <sighs> that is a great comparison. I had I I was thinking like yeah like Van Helsing. Uh, Again, not a great comparison uh-huh. to have. Um, mm-hmm. And it looked bad in the trailers. And I was like, I hope this is like a fake out. Like, they ironically did this in The Flash where they faked out the Keaton, like, diving out of the bat copter. That was a daytime, nighttime switcheroo. And I was like, maybe this is just like a thing yeah. where they're making it look shitty in the trailers on purpose. And I'm like, oh no, this is just, it looks this bad in the movie. Um, yeah. And it cuts so yeah. much. And I, I just kept thinking, like, the yes. whole movie i'm like spielberg is i kept missing steven spielberg i was like oh mangold's great it's gonna be good it's gonna be good and i was like jesus christ okay spielberg you're talking about how it really c- missed here let's talk okay you're talking about how it cuts around too much right yes this thing is cut to fucking ribbons yes. let's talk about one scene in particular that just made me miss stevie miss stevie so goddamn much Cutting way ahead. We're we're, we're past the around, opening. Jumping we're around because like, we're I, I around. can't follow this plot anyway. At, at past this point, we're so. on the boat, right? We're on the boat. Uh, Mads is there. Um, Shaw was it Helena? Helena Shaw, yeah. Phoebe Waller. I keep wanting to call her Fiona Shaw, but that's I believe the actress who's um, Aunt Petunia, who's also in Fleabag. So it it just kind of. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, under it's a weird knot right there, but it's Shaw. Uh, I I don't know where I landed with her on in this movie, but that's a whole other thing. She is reading the wax rectangle, the the wax square, right? Mm-hmm. And she's going around, she's quizzing everybody about like the history of the whole thing. It is cut to fucking ribbons. This scene, she's walking around, she's trying to do some sleight of hand stuff. Stevie would have had some push-ins, some pull-outs. It would have been a long take that you don't even realize is a long take because it's kind of just going around from thing to thing, right? Like, Stevie knows it. That's apparently Stevie's – I keep going Steve. Stevie's superpower is that he knows how to fucking block a thing with a camera, and he understands how everything is supposed to move and look, and he can fucking figure that out like that. That was a scene where it's like – we have her an individual cut of her showing that she is dynamite in her pocket while she's like, I think things will go off with like a bang. Like she's like, it's a hat on a hat on a hat. And it's just cut to shit for a scene that could have been, it would have been more interesting to see her doing all of that while all of like Mads and his crew, who I kind of liked because they were ridiculous. Yeah. And Mads and his crew, um, are like in the background completely wrapped up in it. Cause it's like one guy can maybe be trying to figure it out. Like maybe like Boyd Holbrook is like, I don't know, I'm maybe bang this chick. Like, you know, like I'm sorry for being gross, but like he was, that's probably yeah, what he would have done. Gross. Yeah. Um, he's a Nazi. I don't, I don't have to defend him, uh, yeah. but like it's, uh, it, it was, I, that was the scene where I was just like thinking about that, where I was just like, it's, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. Sorry. I, yeah, I got fired it's up. Cu- it's butchered. Uh, I, like just like the behind the scenes and stuff it just made me think that they're like they had like four hours of movie to figure out like what to do with um or they just Mm -hmm. like were like worried that the pace was too slow and like they needed to like take in do like a taken four or whatever and just cut it to shit um yeah the direction and the look and the feel of it as a result from that editing it just it it it's 
it feels too modern. Yeah. Um, in the way that I don't like the filmmaking of these blockbuster movies as much as like maybe like and even and I don't know if it's like a COVID thing, but as much as like three or four years ago, it's just just it it's like the uh, I don't know like the um, Bohemian Rhapsody scene. It's just like reaction shots, and it just doesn't feel like anybody's in the same room. Yeah, it's, it's you know that's a great comparison. Yeah, it. Um, I I think they overcompensated with that by not ever showing a wide shot ever either. Um, yes, that I think was their fix for it because like whereas like you know like No Way Home has like the kind of like everyone's on a green screen away ten feet away from each other. It all feels very disconnected. So I think their way of getting yeah. around it was shooting everything really close because I was like this th- you don't see any like major establishing shots of anything it seemed like this is a globe trotting movie that has multiple car chases and every single scene feels like it takes place inside yeah. including the car chases yeah. and not in the way i like crystal skull uh, <laughs> as long as <laughs> I, I i just really want to make sure we have the the, the audio from the first from when we lost it maybe because I, I tried to tee this up i've been sitting on this i teed it up at one point i really was just like oh because it's a car chase inside and i think it's cool in this guy I said something like that anyway yeah. um it's you're absolutely right there's no wides there's no establishing it never actually feels like they are any of these places No, it's everything about it. I was just kind of like, okay. Um, there's that one shot of this. Did you notice the CGI indie on top of the train in the final shot? They, the one wide shot they do use is like a terrible shot. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. Uh, of, tra- no, of them, like running on the train on top of the train. Did you see that? Like, did you catch that quick little uh, thing at the end of that sequence in the beginning? When he's running along it, that it, nothing sticks out to me. It, it, does he just look like Tintinny? I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's like it's like they didn't. They just like used like an old asset from like two thousand three or something. It was like baffling the physics of it. Huh. It was. I was. I was like, what? And that's, then like maybe that's yeah. why they didn't do any wide shots because that shot is like an overhead wide of like the train going like into the Alps or whatever and. That's yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the whole train thing was like, it was like almost interesting. All right, I gotta just the, yeah. Okay, everyone so was saying that was a, the best sequence, and I'm like, oh fuck, like that. I was, <sighs> I, I was like, I was kind of upset that I read and heard a lot of that because like that was what I kept hearing, and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, like I liked the bit where he was, uh on the noose yeah and he had to swing free but then even still it was like he gets out of the noose before the bit when the the thing that he's on falls down the hole right he's trying to get out of it i feel like he shouldn't have gotten it out of it gotten out of it that quickly it should have been like two more problem solving steps needed to happen for him to have like gotten out of it it should have dropped and he should have been like and, and then maybe it swings and, like, hits, like, a guy down below. Then they see him, and he's trying to get it off. Now they're shooting at Like, it wasn't as cause and effect. There wasn't a lot of cause and effect kind of indie moments. Um, it just – it just – I was just missing Stevie. I – 
That is I'm, true. Right, like, there, like the, there's always, like, a direct consequence for each action. And, like, he has to, like, oh, how do I get out of this? And, like... He just got out of it. Yeah, and that, uh, <laughs> and you're right because I was like, "Oh, this is good," and then it just he gets out of it. I'm like, "Oh, that like that could have been for all the action scenes that went on too long. This what that bit should have went on longer. That should have been like like a weird slapsticky kind of thing. Like I don't know. There was something about that where I was like, "This," because doesn't he say something? He says something like cool right when they're about to like hang him too. I think right like or he's like he's like yeah, a story about a bunch of blonde boys who thought that they owned the place. Like, no, it's great. But then I don't know. Um, yeah, none of the action scenes are. None of them are particularly good. All the the tuck tuck chase is like weird and really feels all like it was all in the volume. And then uh, there's also parts of the tuk tucks look like they're in fast motion, um, <laughs> which I kind of like that. That kind of had like an old indie quality where like they used a model and it like the frame rate wasn't quite right or something. Or uh, yeah, but but when yeah. it's you're just getting the close ups of like everybody in the thing, and then which we're gonna have to talk about the crew at some point because I almost forgot about <laughs> the worst fucking part of this, but um, <laughs> mercifully forgettable, but um. But the uh, I feel like it's always just like close up. I'm being real mean on this, but the, the close ups of like them on the tuk tucks and then like it doesn't feel like they're doing any like stunt stuff. So like, uh, what's her name? Um, Phoebe Waller Bridge. Like I feel like she doesn't get a big hero moment. No. Like they try and give her one near the end, but it's all just she's just climbing on CGI shit, and it's just like okay, like uh, it looks like Jurassic World. <laughs> <laughs> yeah because it's like clearly and i'm glad they didn't try to make it seem like harrison ford could do everything like i was worried that it was just gonna like come on uh so like yeah. i appreciated that and like yeah he's just kind of like driving and he like the big thing for him is he jumps from one sh- one to the other i guess right like yeah that's that's the stunt for him and i'm like yeah that was cool and it looked really like visceral but i was also like it was so fast it like happens like build up to it or something have him be like oh i'm so old like play up yeah. that a little bit i don't know i guess it's because they did that so much in crystal skulls like we can't keep joking about this i don't know i would have appre- okay <laughs> i would have appreciated maybe a little bit more of it actually yeah because if it would have given him more character okay so this was no- this i put in my letterbox review and this was initially just going to be my letterbox review there should I okay they probably should have referenced how fucking old he is more because there's a scene in this movie Sean where one 80 year old man gives another 80 year old man his old outfit and whip that he used to use on adventures and then he's like please take me with you and then it's like no you're not going on this one and he's like yeah go from hell and then the other and then the 80 year old man puts that stuff on and starts using it now imagine Imagine two dudes like escaped from like a fucking nursing home and started do like you, you know what I mean like I I couldn't I couldn't get past that it was two just eighty year old men just like hanging out because that scene where Sala like lightly jogs across the street and he's so just like hunched I was just like oh you sweet old man like don't go too fast like it's 
I I actually had trouble taking him seriously in the outfit at, from that point on because I was, it just I was just like this is an eight year old man giving another eight like this is, I, I'm not trying to be like ageist or anything it's just but also there's a I I kind oh. of agree that I think it would have been better if they just ditched the outfit like just have him be in like maybe something a little more similar to Sean Connery's outfit like to kind of harken back to that or just have it be like old and fucking beat up it shouldn't look brand new everything looks brand <laughs> it new always has that same problem it's like does he just have i've always wondered that does he have multiples of these is it like a closet full of yeah. fedoras and, and yeah. bomber would jackets it, would, you know what would have been awesome if at one point in the movie he has to use the whip to like swing across something but he uses it and it's all got dry rot so when he tries <laughs> to swing it like rip like that would have been at least more interesting like that would have been something where it's like oh no i haven't because when was it truly when was the last time you would have fucking used it you know like, like I, the skull or like right after <laughs> like not probably not because he's like happy and like that's like the that's like an ending for him in crystal skull it's like it's over or like there's some sort of like he's settling down kind of finality to it and yeah then it, it they kind of upend it in a fucked up way and like we can talk about that if you want which I mean, it's probably one of the more emotional and better acted scenes in the movie that stuck out to me. But I was also just like, Jesus, yeah. like, why you have to do that to Shia LaBeouf? Come on. Yeah. I, well, early on, I saw one of the early reactions. Somebody just tweeted, "I now know what happens to Mutt Williams," and I know I sent it to you. Where I was just yeah. like, I can't fucking wait. Uh, and I was like, Oh God. <laughs> I. It was shocking that that's what they did with it you know what i mean like yeah i guess that, that we, could be spielberg just being petty because he he's like talked a lot of shit about crystal skull and like how that process was and like how steven spielberg is directing so i could totally see yeah. that because he, he could kind of be petty well i heard that they were going to keep mutt in but they were going to replace him with um rosie uh huntington wheatley because <laughs> um, that's what <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, um, I'll tip my uh, fedora to that. Uh, thank you. Um, I no, it bummed me out that they just killed Mud off because it was just like a. Because like think about the I like the Star Wars sequels. I think some of the best shit was when they actually just embraced the prequel stuff. I, I say this a lot. I feel like we've talked about this a lot. But when Luke Skywalker talks about, he actually names Darth Sidious and he's talking about the Jedi order and stuff. It's like, Whoa, <laughs> like it's, it's fucking awesome. It it's rad. It counts. It can't exactly. It all counts. Um, Thor talking about the dark world in Endgame is just like, this is like, that's the shit where it's like, we're not, we're not going to fucking hide it. We're not going to run away from it. I, 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 when there's stuff where it's like there are good ideas in there, it's just the execution wasn't quite there at the time, and there was supposed to be one thing, you know, you know and it was promised one. Like, Le, Mutt could have been Antonio Banderas' character, right? Like, they, they could have done yeah. anything else. Imagine if halfway through the movie, like, they add Mutt to the thing, and then Shaw is all over him. <laughs> and then you have that. That's a fun dynamic. That's a fun dynamic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, honestly, you're right. I mean, <laughs> they were clearly like teeing up Mutt to take over, like some sort of spinoff, right? And that just like never, because yeah. like think about it, Mutt Williams and the, I don't know, the I don't Reese's know, I sound like Stanley who, pitching this, but um, he would have been more of a '50s like star. Would have been Mutt true. Williams in the. It doesn't. 
It doesn't roll off. It's the same. <laughs> yeah. M- Williams and the, uh, the switchblade jocks. <laughs> <laughs> but like Mutt has, I like when ner- he's nervous, he just starts fixing his hair and yeah. stuff. Like he has more ticks. I feel I like Phoebe Waller Bridge. I feel like she mostly was just doing flea bag stuff yeah. where she was kind of hitting on everybody, kind of sard- I don't know, sardonic the right word. Yeah. Just kind of like going through almost Looney Tunes like just kind of like, oh, you know, whatever. Like it just kind of didn't there were elements where she was like, oh, "I'm a capitalist," but it, she kind of was invested and then she's not like she's not I don't Yeah, her motives th- always it's not really clear and like she's clearly like in her temple of doom phase you know fortune and glory um yes she's got a short round like she's quite literally in that's what and that's why i was like does that make indie willy like (laughs) yeah like just lean into that more like do that because that's like that's the dynamic you're kind of setting up yeah (sighs) which is fine it also she should have been grosser then like everything in this movie just looks so clean Again, I, I was afraid of this in the last pod. I was like, they're not sweaty. No sweat. That was Right. That that's was... Good. Everybody looks like they're inside. Mm-hmm. No one's shitting their pants in this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you mentioned that she has a short round, right? Yeah. That kid was the fucking worst, right? Like, I, 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 just I had hate. No I had no opinion c- of him. Again, I was like, I, I would rather hate the kid than have no opinion of him. But I liked his little I, mustache. <laughs> I mean, I forgot about him until we started talking about this again. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. So I'm not, again, like, angry about it. A lot of this is forgettable. And, that's again, that's a bigger sin than this movie being bad. Um, yeah. It's it's just fine to me. And, like, at least Crystal Skull takes big swings. And, like, the action's exciting. And John Williams is kind of firing on all cylinders. And... Like the music works. I don't know. I don't think James Mangold knew how to use John Williams. Like I, I don't think they speak the same like language or something. Because I was just like, what is like? Yeah. What's the score? Like what is happening right now? Crystal Skull at least has the weird like Crystal Skull theme where it's the like the. It's kind of like an inverse yeah. of the uh, uh, what's it, the arc theme. Yeah. It goes up. But it sounds like a third. <laughs> Whoops. Cooper, it's not that big of a deal. It's just an inverse of the arc theme. We like it. <laughs> we like, we it. like it. Coop, Coop, he's really getting upset every time we talk about Crystal Skull he's stuff, actually. Like Skull. <laughs> yeah. No, that time there, I heard something in the hallway, so he was he's just <laughs> doing what he thinks his job is. Thanks, buddy. Um, yeah, all the older ones have, like, distinctive themes to those, like, specific movies that are really good. Yeah. 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 Um. Um, yeah, Temple of Doom has a lot of really good, like, little music and stuff like that throughout. Like, a little travel theme. Then I think Red Letter, Red Letter Media points out that everybody's got a theme at the end. So all the action scenes, when they cut to short round, Willie and Indy, they, like, they all have themes that are all kind of variations on the same thing. And it's it's great. All the Kali Ma music, like, all that shit is, like, Williams is just being like, all right, it's fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that is really good. The music in Temple yeah. Doom is it's that's like the me- when I think of the meme of the piano player with the piano on fire, that's that's Temple of Doom. That's Williams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel it's like Temple of Doom and then I 
this came up also what is your i, I feel like i heard this on a podcast but like what is your favorite john williams score Oof. i mean it is to... up there for sure yeah um i feel like he's doing like the most heavy lifting for star wars like that's yeah kind of makes the movie uh yeah it's probably between indie i mean superman the movie yeah that shit kind of rules the krypton theme is really great yeah that's it's very it's, like it's hard to sun- choose i'd say like those are my top yeah. three though star wars indie and superman don't forget don't forget about et et is real et is real jaws jaws is a classic um i still empire is still probably the one yeah for me Yep, it's got the asteroid chase, which is like my fucking jam. And then um, the Han getting frozen in carbonite. It's the it, the that part is like, oh, when it's building and building, it's like every fucking time I'm just like, oh shit, like, I'm, I'm I'm like on the edge of my seat. I mean, I guess yeah, I yeah. guess where the consensus is though, like 78, 78 to like eighties. Six Williams is like prime. Like that's that's all the movies we e- mentioned pretty much. ET's in there. Yeah, all the Star E.T.'s Wars really pretty good. much besides the original. Yeah. Superman is fucking awesome. And but like I feel like you can't sleep on like Harry Potter, you know? <laughs> Harry Potter yeah, theme fucking is fucking Harry Potter. It, Jesus it's Christ. Real good. <laughs> it's like real, real good. <laughs> because it's really different from a lot of his other stuff although some of the some of like the uh there's like beats like the kind of like the non like the middle stuff that's like kind of just filling space in i think it's chamber of secrets is like i'm like is this from the fucking prequels it's like so similar (laughs) to attack of the i'm like because he's recording them both at the same time yeah it's like you know 2002 2001 you know i'm like there's some stuff that i'm like he's either recycling it or it's like really similar yeah i mean but like the themes are great that's like it's it's not like the theme stuff the themes are always like really great and distinctive but it's the stuff in between where i'm kind of like he's kind of like even i mean his prequel stuff there's a lot of good prequel stuff too i mean duel Duel of fates Fates, of course the mustafar is it battle the heroes is really great the mm-hmm. love theme is great. The um, he actually recorded um all the sounds for the speeder chase from Attack of the Clones. Oh man, yeah. The the score in Dod didn't it didn't do anything. The for dial, me. man. The dial is also like lame. When they were looking for the spear of. Uh, destiny or whatever, the the spear that pierced the the side of Jesus. I was like, oh, this is a cool opening thing. And then it being a fake, I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know what? I would have also appreciate. I would have just followed that. The dial, yeah. it's, it's. I'm like, this didn't. This wasn't a thing. I'm just like that. That's the problem with it. I'm like this. This Archimedes didn't have this. Like, I don't. I don't give a shit. Maybe he did. There's no point where I was like, this is this is based on a, an actual artifact that existed, opposed to like you're just making one up. Like, which is weird because like there is, you know, it is it is based on a thing, right? It's like, um, oh, is it? There is a yeah, and I and after I real I put two and two together, I was like, oh shit, it's the um, 
I gotta look it up. Yeah, it's like the. Uh, it's the dial it's, uh, of destiny. Because it's the dial. Um, <laughs> it's the dial of destiny. Uh, it's part of that. Linking the what is it? What is it? The lance of no, not that. It's the Archimedes dial reel. Antique, antique Euthera. What's that? Right. Yeah, that's what it is. Antique mechanism. Um, ancient Greek hand-powered orrery, described as the oldest known example of an analog computer, used to predict astronomical positions and eclipses decades in advance. It could also be used to track the four-year cycle of athletic games, which was similar to an Olympiad. This uh, the cycle ancient Olympic games, and it looks like this. It's got like it's all rusted. Huh. And I was like, I and I think I've like I've heard of this before. Um, it was discovered in 1901. Um, huh. And I was like, that's it. I'm like, make it look more like that. I guess. Like, I don't know. But like, th- that's kind of like the crystal skull issue too. It's not well known enough. I think where people are like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Yeah, the spear longinus is like a known thing and i think it's like interesting but like i don't know i just it's better than the crystal skull i will say which doesn't say much and i think the prop itself was slightly better than the crystal skull which the the prop of the crystal skull has not aged well with the 4k it looks bad can i can i tell you where this crystal skull kind of rules okay where where it beats it out literally this is where it beats it out for me okay when people get hit in the head with the crystal skull, it makes an awesome sound. And it's in that bag. <laughs> that is true. You know what I'm talking about? It sounds great. And that like Don't that we... gives it the fucking edge. Yeah, it's it's like a weird, like a hollow bonk. Like I, I don't fucking know how to describe it. It sounds awesome. It gets the leg up for me just based off of that. I it also so Tom turns to me at the end of this movie and he's just like, I just don't have to Alright, we gotta talk about this kicking open a door. Uh, I just don't want to see shit about time travel anymore. And, like, it being a a time travel MacGuffin, what'd you say? It's a bit endgame-y. Yeah, since endgame, everything's time travel. Everything's time travel. Everything's multiverse. It doesn't have to be that. All the Fast and Furious movies, everyone's like, ah, it's going to be time travel. It's just like, actually, no, I don't know. If they they figure it out for that, it'll be fucking, that'll be gonzo enough that who cares. But, like, uh, (laughs) I'm just not, it's not as interesting and then i i kept wondering how it was supposed to work and i still don't really understand how the dot like did the dial just tell them where they had to be yeah it's more of a compass than anything else that's how i interpreted it and that so the line so this is kind of this is the one thing i will say that i liked about this movie was the third act and i actually found this part to be one of like the few parts that intrigued me and got me kind of like oh i kind of like sat up and was like i didn't actually think they would do this and it's they're doing it better than i thought they would they were they're using a bit more tact than i thought they would uh i thought they were yeah. gonna just play all the hits and like old indie and young indie we're gonna have to we're gonna fight together and like i was like i'm glad they didn't do that i was like i'm glad they didn't okay. do that because can i i thought that it was either going to be old indy and young young indy teaming up which okay so that was option one right yeah. if that had happened i would have hoped there it would have been a spy who shagged me situation where it's just like look at you you look so groovy baby yeah. <laughs> and they're both like horny for each other it's 
<laughs> the best. It's the best. Um, I thought it was going to be that. Or I was like, okay, they're just going to – I thought it was going to swap old indie for young indie. And putting old indie in the past and then young indie in the present. And that was going to be their way of tr- doing more of this. And it just would have been deep faked. Harrison Ford. Like it I been think like they a, were going to test. They were test trialing it and seeing how people reacted to the opening sequence to see if this was going to be a thing. Just stop doing. I know. It. I just like give a young actor. Sh- let Alden Ehrenreich just be young Harrison Ford in all these movies and like just see what happens. You know, like or or just don't do it because if you're going to do the whole thing and you're going to film it inside and you're going to spend three hundred million dollars to make it as like in a lab as possible, don't do yeah. it. That's not interesting filmmaking. No. I just that's what I keep going back yeah. to, and I'm like, I don't think that's even Mangold's fault. No. I feel like he's. I'm like, I don't know. I have to quote Obi Wan Kenobi, like you're smarter than this, right? Like, yeah, I think he <laughs> well, was you're smarter than like you... by COVID and Harrison Ford just being eighty, and you know. Then why do? Then why? I know. I I kept asking myself that too throughout. <laughs> I was like. I mean, they learn their lesson. It's going to lose a fuck ton of money, but yeah, because um, I think also a part of it too is like at least with Crystal Skull, there was still like indie stuff coming out between Last Crusade and Crystal Skull, whereas there was like yeah. Crystal Skull kind of killed that for Indiana Jones. It did. So it's like wh- this is a this is kind of dead on arrival, guys. Like, I mean, I mm-hmm. like I like that you're doing it, and I'm like we were hyped to go see it, but like. Not a lot of people feel that way. Yep. I watched a, there's a YouTube channel I like um, where they do like autopsies on like failed video games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called like What Happened? Uh, which is fun. But um, uh, I think it's like Maddie McMuscles is like the name of the YouTube <laughs> channel. I should probably plug it. But uh, What Happened is pretty fun because they'll like take games that are like disastrous and then they just kind of walk it through from like conception to programming to release. And it around crystal skull there was supposed to be like this big indiana jones game that was supposed to come out using all these like physics engines and stuff like that i forget what it was supposed to be called but it looked awesome and i remember reading a game informer it was a game informer cover story which like the amount of those that like never actually came to fruition is like really fun um but they were talking about that and then the only version of it that was released was like for like the wii i think it was like the wii it was like all of the lesser versions of the game were the ones that actually got finished and released it's called it was like indiana jones and like the staff of kings and part of the reason why i just got downgraded was they had already spent all this money and then two things happened it was crystal skull and then it was uncharted those two things happened at like the same time and then they're like this is doing what we were trying to do but better clearly fuck uh just (laughs) even from like a programming standpoint but i don't know they just like broke that down and it is true though that they had all these plans for indy and then it just didn't didn't plan out um and just for whatever it's where staff of kings is about he's trying to get moses i i remember hearing about the game coming up but he's trying to get moses's staff that he parted the red sea with and i was like that's that's a if you're gonna stick with the whole christianity aspect that's a pretty good one yeah. that's a that's a, there's a lot good of, like one. the shroud of turin which was like supposedly where big christ was buried and wrapped in is a good one right uh the, the oh that's interesting spear in the beginning of this is a really good one i was like oh yeah. I, why have a better MacGuffin in the beginning of this um they could do um xenu's pilot hat because xenu and scientology <laughs> all, all their spaceships all their spaceships like, look like oh, 747s God. apparently i was like xenu uh, um 
Oh my god, dude! What if no? Okay, no. You know what? Deuce, I started this a bit. This is a fun sketch. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's got Tom Cruise as the Belloc. He's like, ah, thanks so much for finding that, but why don't you give it to me? Oh my god, this would be great. Is uh, oh, this is gonna be a fucked up thing I'm about to say? His partner is Shelly Miskovich. <laughs> That's where she's. I'm been. sorry. Um, uh, Shelly, get down from there. I need you to help me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, you want to hear fucked up thinking speaking of actors other actors playing indiana jones sean patrick flannery is only eight years younger than harrison ford was during crystal skull whoa right he's he's like 50 and Wait, harrison he's... ford was 58 i think or 60 That's fucking he's wild. 60s. and he's only eight years younger maybe he's like eight years younger than the character was in crystal skull Okay, that's that's fucking crazy, right? Um, I know. That I read that today. Oh. I was like, um, yeah, because Connery's only like tw- was only like twelve years older than him or something. Yeah. Like they were, you know, they were. It worked. Um, Harrison, Ford, Harrison. I the more I like what they upgrade these, I'm like, oh yeah, Harrison Ford does look a bit older in Last Crusade, and I'm like looking at it, I'm like canonically, it's two years after Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> He's aged like a decade, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. He's he's been through. I mean, Raiders alone probably aged him that much. Yeah, he had a bunch of ghosts flying around his face. Uh, I mean, yeah, that back injury caught up to him. I just love when he does a little poopy walk to the, <laughs> to the big wheel. <laughs> it's it's in a lot more than just that too. Now that I was watching for it, I was like, he's he's hurting through a lot of that movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially the I think the he's sweating. One. Sorry, go ahead. I was just saying he'd be sweating as a result. Yeah, again, no sweat. I was really bothered by the lack of sweat. Um, Mads, you want to talk about Mads? I thought Mads was okay. I I thought he was like a less version of Mads, which I kind of appreciated that he did a little something different. I okay. If I'm gonna talk about Mads, I'm gonna go on a big tangent okay. here. Okay, this which goes into how do we rewrite this movie? Okay. I thought also okay okay I got a lot of Mads thoughts actually now that I'm, I'm compiling them sorry sorry I'm, t- I'm taking a second okay in the opening scene right he is like Crispin Glover in Hot Tub Time Machine where I was just waiting for him to get a fucked up eye the whole time because he gets like he's near like a bunch of bullets and glass that like explode near his face and he gets hit in the face by a pipe which should have killed and he him gets, he, like come on and that didn't that didn't give him a weird scar or he had to get facial reconstruction surgery which is so indy maybe wouldn't have recognized him like there was maybe he could have gotten genetic engineering to be turned into a north korean man do a reverse die another day <laughs> the <laughs> um <laughs> sorry um uh they call it the reverse dad uh um there was nothing with that that like I don't know. That was like a that was kind of weird. I liked that he was a mathematician. I liked the Operation Paperclip of it all was interesting. Yeah. His weird hotel introduction scene, I did not like at all. No. I was like, what the fuck was that? It wasn't until the third act where I was like on board with him. And the fa- it's really once he suited up in the Nazi regalia, I was like he's got the round glasses and he just looks I was like I was like fucking 
nailed it. Nailed it, nailed it, nailed it. Looks awesome. That's what you want to see from Mads if he's being your bad guy. Okay, now we're going to get into how do you make this work better, in my opinion. There's a line he has that I think is the most interesting thing that they don't do anything with, and it's also in line with the Operation Paperclip of it all, which is, he's like, I'm not going back to Alabama. He's He was a Nazi scientist who we brought over after the war to help us get to the moon, which I was hoping for a shot of Indy standing near a rocket going off, a la the nuke. Yeah, but they didn't really do much with that besides the ticker tape parade, which I thought was that was an okay sequence too. I think that was fine. That I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. Now that was probably a highlight of 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 the whole thing. But um, uh, uh what I was about to say, Matt, he, it's it's I didn't. The Operation Paperclip thing is really interesting. I liked at the end when he did the math wrong and he just has a breakdown because he did his math wrong. I thought it was really cute. I was like, oh, poor guy. Um. And then they show him, and his like face is all like burnt. And then he, a guy from the past grave robs him, which is really fucked up, crazy. The sorry, I'm just like remembering shit. But I, the whole once he said the Alabama thing, I'm just gonna throw this out there. I hated his intro. It didn't make any sense. Him and I like I didn't understand how he had why he had all this protection and who the guy with the crutches was. I was like, okay, we got a guy with crutches. What's his deal? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I've, yeah, what, yeah, what I was think that guy's fucking deal? We could have started this movie at an academic conference where he's giving some kind of presentation. Indiana Jones is there also giving a presentation. It's some sort of college professor's thing is there. You can do playing with the two of them, keep passing each other, maybe recognize it, but the other one doesn't. I think they should have cross-cut the train thing more throughout the movie. So you get a little snippet of it, and they cut back, and then a little snippet of it, and it could have tied back in a little bit better. I don't know. But I think it would have made more sense to start this as Indiana Jones is doing his last. Uh, he's at just some conference, and he's just, like, speaking on something. And there's other that that's where all the other elements come in. So it's this big conference that uh, the, this, this scientist is there because about launching the moon, and that's where Shaw it comes in, and you can have all these elements there, and then like, oh, but the parade is going to be like a thing, like, oh, people are only here because of the parade, blah, blah. Like, you, you could have... There were not a lot of active choices, <laughs> like, You're, especially yeah. in the beginning. Everything was just so separate. Nothing... I'm going back to the cause and effect thing. There wasn't a lot of cause and effect. Like, it could, if he was giving a presentation... And had all these weird goons and stuff. Like, you could have done a slow roll out of it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like know. that idea. Because then you I could bring know. in, like, the whole... You could have, like, a chase sequence to get him to escape that situation. A la Chris's skull on a motorcycle or something. Again, yes. that sequence... The, the motorcycle sequence in Crystal Skull is better than anything in this movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Like the ticket, the ticket day parade. Actually, I did it, forget about. It. I did. It, I had a. There was a couple I mean. things. It's like you it. forgot about it, but it's like it's pretty good. But yeah. you forgot about it. Like it. You know what I liked? I liked the giant henchman who stole uh, the car with the with the local beauty queen in it. That made me laugh real hard. I thought that was yeah. real fun. I was like, I was like, that's some good like sixty. That's like some Animal House kind of bullshit. Like, 
I enjoyed that, but yeah, that was he—he he yeah. was. I—I I was a big fan of his. I was—I kept thinking like, how is Indy gonna beat up this guy? And I'm kind of glad that they didn't even yeah. try to do that. I'm, in a way, I'm like, that's a better way to subvert my expectations or something because it's like he gets killed in a kind of a fucked up way. <laughs> and oh I, yeah, I kind of laughed at how fucked up it was. I was like, oh Jesus, which was like that's what Isn't another thing that like was kind of baffling about this movie was just like tonally it was like all over the place. And it kind of had the thing with Guardians where I was like, am I supposed to be laughing at the violence in some of these bits or not? Because, like, some of the seemingly, like, innocent bystanders get really violent deaths and the villains kind of don't. The woman at uh, the the black woman who's, like, following him, yeah. Agent, like. <laughs> Again, that was another interesting plot line that it would have been better if she was paired up with Indy. She should have been in the whole fucking movie, yeah. and it was just like, it was like the sixties and dealing with Nazis, and like they had to have multiple scenes establishing that characters are racist, and it's like, ah. and then she just gets like killed off unceremoniously, and it's like, what, did, what, who was she? What was that about? Like, it just, it's like a, like a bummer. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, she looked awesome, like fit the time in like a really fun way, and it's like, okay, put her on an adventure. Like, there's no reason to have like uh, like punished or killed off that character like it just didn't make any sense but you know yeah and like involving the cia kind of makes it kind of bondy because that's now we're into bond territory with the time period which is what these movies always were supposed to be which is really frustrating i didn't even think of that uh, right. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I I thought there could have and should have been a little more bondiness to this movie and um I guess we can get into huh. my pitch for how you could possibly save this franchise if they really want to. Um, oh, we'll get into it. Uh, I, I want to uh, uh, give me the pitch. No, Sorry, no, we can get into that after we're done talking about the movie. But yeah, Ticker Tape Parade, like the CGI face shot wasn't as bad as the trailer. Uh, it's still pretty bad, though. Uh, and then yeah. uh, the it looked fine. But it's just like it, that kind of was another problem I had with this. It felt so busy. Like there was so much shit going on and i'm like these movies are usually pretty focused and like empty framed and like you can they're clean clean but they're they're dirty but they're clean in the sense that like they're staged in a way that like it's not so realistic that it's hard to tell what the fuck is happening you know think of think of vic armstrong jumping from the horse onto the tank yeah fucking rules right like it's like yeah it's yeah no the um Ticker Tape Parade's really cool, but it's just a bunch of digital noise just, like, crowding the screen. And it's the same thing where Sean, near the end, like, is riding, like, a motorcycle to, like, catch up to everybody and then, like, rides a motorcycle in the rain to, like, jump on. Th- and it just looks like Jurassic World. It's just, like, dark sludge yeah. and everything's CG. And it's just, like, everything's just, like, busy. The underwater thing was, like, kind of cool almost. But then it was, again, just, like, too busy. And I was like, who's who? What's going on? Um, I had a hard time seeing things. I don't know if my projector was dark or like I, the lighting wasn't great or something. Like, yeah, it's just very dark. It's just dark. It's yeah. But I'm, I agree though with the, um, tone thing though, because like, Indiana Jones is like too nice in this movie. Yeah, you think he'd be I don't a little know if that's more the grumpy. right place to. He's not like, and not even when he's old. Like I've, I'm sorry, I've been sitting on this point. I don't know if that was the right like wait place to like 
put that pivot, but I've just been sitting on it for a while. Where it's it was just weird how like nice he was. He's not mean. There's a part in the train when Toby Jones is just like, "There's a tunnel," and then the bad guy turns around and sees it's a tunnel, and he lays down, and they all lay down. Indiana Jones does not turn around and go, "Why'd you tell him?" Like, <laughs> which he absolutely should have. He's like, "Shut the hell up!" Like, "Why'd you tell him that?" Like, <laughs> I knew the tunnel was like. Something to that was like when I was like, uh oh, <laughs> isn't that weird? Where that was when I was like, uh oh, Indy would have been like, why'd you tell him? Like, don't warn him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good part point. time. <laughs> yeah, he's nice. He's he just like really nice, nice in a way where it's just like, I guess that's like with age, and he's just like a sad old man and stuff, and he's not trying to push people. But at this, but then. I don't know. There's other times where it's just like Antonio Banderas, who also ant- memorized my 80 year old Ben comment. Yeah. I was thinking about that, and then I was like, oh shit, Ant- here's Antonio Banderas. Fucking cry- firecracker on the screen. Can't wait to see him. Then he's like, Indy! And he stands up, and then you see in the wide, he's got a cane, and I went, oh no. <laughs> I was so. I, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And like, I, I also yeah. just found out about this like Hollywood casting thing that they do where they cast the famous actor in a role like this, so you like immediately can like associate with them if like they're supposed huh. to be a character that the ca- main character has known for a while and i was like oh that's huh. like that's kind of fucked up and like yeah like, now now it's gonna like shatter movies for me i think now but like um yeah it was i was like that was a weird hmm. like have that be sala like why isn't that sala or like Sala owns the boat, but then it's like one of his kids or something. Like they 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 could have done any number. It could have been Shorty, could have been Mutt, could have been fucking anybody. There's also you know what these movies also lack a Willie Scott reference. There's never like no one really walks talk by about. a movie theater and there's a Willie Scott movie or you know what I mean yeah. like oh, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. Like she made um, a movie kind of about experience in the temple of doom that would be good yeah she's just kind of in like garbage shit you know what i mean but she's like i don't know she's a star yeah exactly yeah exactly she's it's not a good idea whatever she's in is misguided (laughs) like like, yeah um yeah antonio uh also that scene after antonio banderas gets killed and then shaw and them like escape and then she says like some like wry comment and he's just like my friend was just murdered yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed <laughs> i laughed because <laughs> i was like i was like all right all right all right harrison okay <laughs> it it at least played it realistic but i was i couldn't help but be like that's funny <laughs> that's funny right there <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it shouldn't be oh, but it is yeah, yeah um yeah i guess i'm trying to think of what else I'm trying to think. I, oh, yeah, my my. Uh, you go. I was just gonna say to go into the third, get into the third act, I guess. Yeah, go into the third act. So tell the, me what you thought about the third act. Uh, <laughs> so this is kind of where I I, I think I, you and I might disagree on this on uh, part specifically, but I I kind of d- dug the third act. Um, it again, it was like, oh, okay, this is interesting, but more interesting mm-hmm. than like any other decisions that have happened. Um, yeah, and I was like, okay, they went for it. It felt like like the books and like the comics, you know, like it 
didn't seem like too far-fetched for like that character in that world yes okay so i want to put it okay i want to i want to stand on stamp on that for a second i okay so i was thinking about this with crystal skull that point you just made it's closer to the comics and everything else and like all the other media i think that's part of the reason why the movie going people who only know the three movies don't like crystal skull because there's been a lot of other indiana jones stories that have been told in video games in comics, in books, and then there's like several seasons of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles, which have kid stories, like it's all these different age ranges and stuff like that. And I kind of assume by the time like Lucas, who I assume had a hand in most, if not all of it, by the time they got to Crystal Skull, he's like, well, we haven't done this yet. Yeah. And it, everybody missed all the other rungs on the ladder to get there. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that this is probably like in a similar thing. I. I just didn't love it because the rest of the movie was just like there wasn't enough foreshadowing that they were actually going to do it until like 20 minutes before for a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, that's true. Uh, um, uh, I like, yeah. And I liked Mads, his, his real, like you said, his realization that he fucked up and uh, I liked the, like you didn't think a continental drift line, even though it doesn't really mean anything. It just, it just kind of compounds. It, it, it summarizes just the fact that Nazis are stupid and then their science is never based in like reality and it has a bias. Yeah. Um, which I like, I'm like, yeah. that's, that's a good, that's good. It's like, yeah, they're just fucking idiots. Like I, that was one of the better indie moments when he was just like, you guys fucked yeah. up. Ah. And then he was just like, I have no idea what we're He's about like, to we're do, but going. let's fucking He's like, go. We're not baby. going to and 1939. I, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I, I was that's like, this is this is getting somewhere. I'm like, I'm, the juices are flowing a little bit now. Can, can I raise my hand yeah, real quick sorry, and just bring ahead. something up? Indiana Jones was shot in the heart like <laughs> 10 minutes before this. They said it was the shoulder later on. I was like, all right, I'll give it to him. I also just assume the the Grail gave him some sort of powers that like they don't know about. He survived a nuke. I you know like I no I know I do the Grail th- I do the Grail head cannon yeah. I do the Grail head cannon but they like shot him in the fucking <laughs> chest and he's still like because someone else gets less than that not long after and they're like killed like immediately like there's a couple like that's the thing it's the visual language of it like yeah. several other people are killed by the same injury and then are fine like that anyway anyway <laughs> yeah and people were bummed that he was incapacitated i was like that's eh, like raiders it's fine it's um i wasn't as bummed about that and the I, I just i just also was like i got kind of emotional i was like oh like i, I indy like seems so happy to be there and like he's just like i was weirdly like happy for his character for him to like witness that yeah, which was I know, interesting. I don't know. Actually, <laughs> for me, it was just like <laughs> for me, it was more just like there's not like is that Indiana Jones's favorite time period? Is that his favorite historical event? Do we know what Indiana Jones's favorite historical event? What's the one that he would want to see the most? Because that's the one that's established by this movie, but. That was kind of the question I was asking, which feels maybe like yeah. gatekeeping or whatever. But like, I was just like, I, I could also see Indy having being like a hipster about it, you know? Yeah. Well, but I want to go here. Yeah, 
I want to go to Marin. You're an idiot. You don't want. You want to go back to Christ? I've <laughs> <laughs> already seen that. I've already seen it. I've had a. I got a ham radio with God. It's called the Ark of the Covenant. Ark of the Covenant. Shot uh, nine times. I liked when he was rattling off all the crazy shit that happened to him, like specifically <laughs> in Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you can go ahead. That was enough for like, the Hemsworth referencing. Um, yes. That was enough for me where I was like, all right, they're, they're clearly leaning into Temple Doom specifically in this bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think the end thing for me works on paper, but not like watching it. I Again, Spielberg like, would have done it way better. Like every, every scene. I, I feel like there also sh- should have been a couple more time travel paradox things that kind of closed in on themselves. Like I thought it was going to be somehow that we we're going to find out that Indiana Jones was the guy at the bottom of the ocean who had the other half of the dial. Like or if he, he actually stayed, I was like, is he gonna-? I thought that I was like, is he Archimedes? I was like, that's an interesting idea too. I thought that they were going to do some more loops like that, where it's like the, uh, the dial had to go back in time and it's going to stay there. Like, it, I mean, they kind of close a couple. Yeah. They close they, a couple yeah, loops. Like, they say it's like a, a stacked hand or whatever. Or well, just like a paradox or something. Well, like, it was like, basically, it was meant to be, which why I kind of came around to the title. It was like always meant to be a loop, a closed loop where, like, he, he was. Huh. It was always going to be that way. And, like, he was always going to bring the dial back to finish the plan for him and yeah i don't know I, that's how I, it, I figured it out like figured out how it, the logic was like i don't know they just i feel like they just don't maybe i just didn't connect with anything that they were setting up it just didn't feel like any of that was set up in any particular it, they rattled through way. like quick, which is again like they they do good exposition dumps in the older ones and this one doesn't hey bud yeah. Yeah, because I didn't even really understand. They were gonna go back in time, kill Hitler, and replace him. Take over them. Okay. Yeah, that was the plan. I was like, that's kind of funny that like his plan is like everyone's plan, except it's to be worse <laughs> instead of to like solve the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Which I was like, oh, that, I guess that's an interesting because he has like hindsight. The you know he has the power of hindsight on his side. Um, yeah. That's uh, like kind of a terrifying thought, um, and yeah, I, yeah. But like, I, I wish I, I was kind of hoping for an interesting death where his body like goes through time like in a bunch of different ways, and he gets all like fucking mangled and gets old and like, yeah. young, and, like rapid. I don't know. I thought that would have been kind of cool. I thought he was gonna turn into like a baby or something, yeah. like something like crazy, um, out of existence. That would have been yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, do a lean into something. I mean, we've seen the other weird, way, you know. Yeah, or just get like stretched out. Like he gets ah, if we get closer to the portal, it's gonna, you know, we have to hit it straight on. Otherwise, it'll stretches. It'll do like what black holes do. They could have done that if yeah. he got spaghettified, which is what they actually call it. When if you go, if you were to go into a black hole and all your molecules get stretched out, they I believe they actually do call it spaghettification because <laughs> you just turn into strands, um, which is. Yeah, um, like they could have done something crazy, like fucking crazy, like that. Yeah, he didn't. It was crazy that they cut back to his corpse, though. I, know, I was, I was like, just like, Jesus Christ! Um, like, 
yeah like the uh I, yeah like maybe rewriting it where you can kind of have your cake where you just like they they don't go through the portal but mads does like he takes his gang through and then he's like i don't know if yeah. you should do that but like maybe you, like see on the other side like the shit that's happening but you don't actually like go to it and then you see what happens to them as they cross it and they just get fucking killed yeah because that's just like what all these would, things yeah. do it's like they do they hope they stay open pandora's box and it just fucking kills everybody <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yep. Like, I, that could have been, like, an easier fix to the third act if you wanted to not have to do all the goofy. Yeah. Because it was a little goofy. Like, it all felt kind of like Party City. It felt um, like stuff you'd watch in, like, middle school history class. Yeah, like, it felt, it felt like, like History Jones. Channel. Like, yeah. Like, uh, production yeah. value-wise. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like with like a night at the museum kind of like veneer over it too, because they kept cutting to the, the one Roman they soldier. Really got to shoot on film. Like uh, that was probably the biggest mistake. Yeah, we're just like in film. a, we're just like not in a room. <laughs> like <laughs> I'm so like I keep going back to it, and I'm just like everything felt like it was just in like a fucking room. Yeah, it's like prequels. It's those don't feel it as in the same way. Not yeah, in a different way, but like it, yeah, it's, it's like I don't watch the Colosseum battle and I'm like, yeah, they're just in like a room. But I guess you're right, they are. They're just in a room. It like, doesn't feel just, that way. You're right. Like they these do. These do. Yeah, this does. Yeah. Why is that? That's that's wild. Why is that? Why is it that I can watch? Well, it's just two different things. Like, the prequels are just, like, they're going to do speeder bike chases and shit, and they're going to be jumping from thing to thing. And I'll watch that chase scene because that's fun because I, I know it's just a bunch of digital noise. This is a bunch of digital noise, but it also, I'm just like, do they even actually drive any tuk-tuks around? Like, Yeah, right. They're just on a rig the whole time. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. John Favreau, maybe you never should have made the volume. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if this was a volume movie. I, well, it's, it's like, it's the same thing with CGI. There's going to be growing pains with it. Well, they'll, they'll get there. And they still and yeah. they still don't perfect CGI. Like, there are some movies that overuse it and use it poorly, too. So it's like, it's you just going to be Sean? few and far between who does it well. You got a plan, because if that shark doesn't work, what are you going to do? Can't make a movie and assume the shark is going to work. You can't make the mummy returns and say, we're going to make the scorpion king look rad and figure out how to do it. You can't think about Jurassic park. Every shot of the dinosaurs, there's only a couple of them and they're mostly obscured. There's like no like full view. Like, you know, it's all that stuff. And it's not just, it's not just, they did that because of the limitations, they did that to hide everything, but also, because it was the more interesting choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. <coughs> Excuse me. I was thinking about that a lot with this with this movie, but um, I don't know if I have anything else. I I had my little rewrite stuff, which was like, it was mostly like started at like a conference or something to just kind of condense some of that stuff earlier on, yeah. and then you can have the sort of shit. You can have all the elements at this conference. And Indy's there. Maybe no one really attends his thing except for like Shaw and like 
fucking make one of the henchmen like a fan of Indiana Jones. Like that'd be like fun. And then just do something where it's like him and Mads keep passing each other. Mads no- recognizes him, but he doesn't recognize him yet because like why would he? And then kind of some of the other stuff just kind of plays out similarly. Remove some of the CIA shit because I was just like, what? Like what? <laughs> or or tie it more into the Operation Paperclip and then just. I don't know. Yeah. Well, because like they, he explains the whole thing to Helena in the archive scene, and it's like you didn't need. I like you. I was like you. I said it in the moment. I was like you literally didn't need to have the train sequence because of the scene. Yeah, the train sequence could have just been after the spear, and that would have been all the spear stuff. I thought was like cool when he used the fake to like block a door and stuff. I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. It's like he's like, all right, I don't give a shit about this thing. I'll use it. Um. Uh, someone had a interesting uh note online i think they said that like the the loop that they caused could have in fact made that spear uh, a real a real spear because the plane the plane that crashed would have given ancient greece uh an alloy oh and i was like oh that's a fucking great idea and it's like it's very inconsequential to the plot but it, the, that does kind of have a. I was like, "That's a great idea. I like that thought. I'm gonna steal that from a pop." That just um, one shot of like a weird Roman soldier just picking that up and just being like, huh. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "That would have, that would have made me. That would have given it an entire extra star rating." <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I, I would have that. I would have like fucking screamed about. It. I would be like, "Yeah." Anyway, um, yeah, Dial of Destiny and just. I, I just read your letterbox yeah. review. By the way, it's great. For which? For Dial Destiny. Oh, I don't even know what I... I didn't look at yours yet. Um, uh, at one point, an 80-year-old man gives his friend yeah. another 80-year-old man his adventure gear. He then wears it for the rest of the movie. I was a little more That's... light on this movie, so probably I gave it three and a half. Because I, I do think the writing of this that. was better than Crystal Skull, but the directing of Crystal Skull is just leaps and bounds yeah. better. Oh, 100%. Let's get the better stuff here. You said I just I found this movie hard to look at, <laughs> which is your first first line of your three and a half star review. Uh, <laughs> Mangold is a great filmmaker, but this movie just shows how much the previous four installments were all Spielberg. Nothing in this is as good as some of the better stuff on Crystal Skull, but none of it is as bad as the bad stuff either. Yeah, I just I don't know. This just you can't do this type of movie in a bubble because then the bad stuff in crystal skull is the shit that is all too manufactured right it's the weird it's it's the weird door it's the cgi and then this movie's all that oh my god that's what it is i'm yeah i feel i feel all right that's that's what it is. I, yeah, I walked away from it, and I feel like I've been like sheepishly like it's bad. Like I haven't. I don't even think I've actually said it's bad, but I, I. It's not good. It's not good. It's like There's a I couple think it's things like I barely competently made, but like, is that it, it, what does that mean? Does that mean it's bad? I think that makes it bad, right? Because like, how do you how do you make a Indiana Jones movie not entertaining? Or I don't know. Oh wait, we we didn't talk about um. Uh, Marion, Karen Allen. Yes, Edmund. the ending in um, general. We should probably the, the whole last scene is. 
uh, too good for the rest of the movie. It's such a good scene. Yeah. I was I was really into it. I was like, oh my god. I, I was geez. mad that I was into it, but I was into it. I think there's something about her coming in and being as old as she is and playing it just they play it so quietly and real yeah. where it's just like oh these two are really fucking love each other and they do the little callback to the like where doesn't it hurt and then it's you're watching an 80 year old man kiss a I don't know 75 year old woman and you're just like <laughs> uh probably not 75 just, Andrew uh <laughs> I, I don't know well, she's <laughs> older underage dude uh in the Dude, 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 he's a Karen Allen dial dude. of destiny. She's like fucking like, she's like dude, she's like, I don't she's know, like I 65, so creepy. bro. Um, Holy shit, she man. She probably is like 60. I don't know. Uh, I liked her like hippie yeah. hair. She had like a hippie braid. Um, oh, that was kind of cool. Yeah, she seemed like, they seemed like an awesome grandma and grandpa. Yeah. And I was just like, I. she comes in as a fully formed fucking character and you're just like, I I get who this is, and she seems wonderful. Where like I, she should have fucking been there. She yeah. I know, I was bummed. I, I feel like she was kinda of bummed too. I was like, oh man. I saw a interview where she was just like, initially I was supposed to be in it when Spielberg was still directing from the beginning, and then I got the script and I read it and read it and read it, and then I saw I was at the end and I was like, okay, what gives? And I was like, Yeah. liked yeah. it though i liked that scene i i, I f- it was very yeah it was all very fan servicey but i was into it got a little I yeah verklempt. i didn't i didn't cry but i got a little verklempt. Oh, it made me happy because then i was like they're gonna they're gonna work. for some reason she's just gonna keep working it out with this guy <laughs> and the hat stays on sex. right that was that, <laughs> that was, was exactly the joke right the like top. that was the bit yeah gotta go on an adventure oh yeah baby oh man yeah um yeah i don't know i i feel like other random thoughts might pop up here and there but it's just like just you know i it's just a bummer that 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 was a big bummer that was a big letdown yeah i would but um i was disappointed i was hoping i was gonna stand up and cheer but but i didn't but I didn't do that. 